out there, everyone. This is another episode of the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank, and as always, alongside me is Tyler. Tyler, how you doing on this okay. turkey's, on this uh, Turkey's Day's Eve? I'm okay. I have some turkey and mashed potatoes in my belly right now. Mmm. And it was getting that early delicious. turkey. Yeah. All right. I like it. I like I like Thanksgiving. I had some early turkey last night. Mmm. Some ham, some green bean casserole. I love me some green bean casserole, Tyler. Yeah, green bean casserole is pretty good. Yeah. Uh but yeah, it's uh we are recording a day early uh because of the holiday here in the states. This episode will probably go up early and you'll know that uh there hasn't been much happening between last week and now in as far as news goes, so don't plan on hearing too much about that, but Tyler holiday well, you- Oh well, I was going to say, we said that last week, and it was like an hour and a half. <laughs> so you never know what, what might get into with the conversation. I didn't say that this would be a short podcast. I just say there would be less news. True. Um, but yeah, holidays are great for playing video games. Condolences to you yep. for not making the fantasy football playoffs. Oh, nope, yep, I'm done. Fuck this. I've, <laughs> I've clinched my spot. Um. And I've built a pretty strong squad, and I'm feeling pretty good about it. Yeah. Going to yeah, make another gonna be, run to the finals, hopefully. Hopefully that'll get eliminated. It's interesting to see uh, who gets in last spot. Yeah, uh, I'm going to be working to knock Sam out this yeah. week. Um, and I think Keith and Maggie are playing. I yeah, mean, I'm not sure. I'm right. not sure if they're playing each other, but I think those are the other two that are fighting for the for the yeah. last two uh, spots. They are. I uh, I'm rooting for Keith, man. Okay. And and I'm only saying that because he hasn't made the playoffs yet <laughs> since we started playing. Oh, so you're so rooting I'm against rooting tradition? It. Okay. I yeah. see. Yeah. I'm 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 totally behind that. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Knowing Keith. You know, think about like Mario Kart or something like that. He chokes it. Yeah, chokes it he a lot. Does. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I I think I I'm really just keeping an eye on who I'm going to end up facing in the first round. To be honest. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's looking good. Maybe I'll get a second championship in a row. But there's still a lot of games to play. Yes. Speaking of games, Tyler, have you played any video games? Yeah, I've played um, three video games, but I played one of them for a very long amount of time. Um, so I'll just start with the other two. Played some Gears 5, and oh man. Oh, Horde's so good, Frank. You gotta get on it. Gotta mm. join us. Okay. Um, All right. Download the 100 gigs. I know that's what's that's really what's keeping me from doing just, it. If it wasn't so it. big, yeah. <laughs> just get it started now, and it'll be done by Saturday or something. I don't know. Maybe. Um, but yeah, Horde Mode Gears Five is is excellent. Um, just played some Destiny Two Shadowkeep as well. Nothing too crazy there. Just did a bunch of Crucible matches to get a few things, and it was fun. Just wrecking shop and uh, been used. So I finally put to use the um, Braytech weapon that I got from the. Um, why am I being a dumbass? The Halloween event um, that Destiny had, and that thing rips. In Crucible, at least for me, I felt like I was just wiping dudes out left and right. So that was, that was a lot of fun. Um, the other thing that I played is fucking. I probably played a solid at least six or seven hours straight of Borderlands Three the oh, other day. Okay, that's not what I was expecting. But <laughs> no, okay, no. Because there was a few podcasts I wanted to listen to and stuff, and I'm like, you know, I really wanted to play Star Wars or The Outer Worlds, but I'm like, they're more story-focused, and I actually, like, really want to pay attention and get myself into those games. And I'm like, Borderlands is kind of the perfect game. Plus, I'm, 
you know, I'm trying to finish this game and man, I just, it, it did feel good to knock out such a huge fucking chunk of that game again. Um, literally, I think my last two sessions of Borderlands have at least both been fucking five hours long, which is a lot of Borderlands. Um, for better and for worse. I mean, by the end of it, I was just kind of like, man, I don't want to play this game anymore. Um, but there were times in the middle where I was, you know, went through some really cool side quests or really cool locations that I was just really enjoying uh, exploring and getting new weapons. I was like, all right, this is fucking cool. Um, so I have about five or six main story missions left so i'm getting pretty close to the end however these story missions are just so fucking long dude if that's if that that's one thing that i just really just uh just gets to me sometimes it's just how long and uninteresting these story missions can be sometimes i'm like fuck they just do not need to be this long like they feel like they literally last probably a solid 30 45 minutes um maybe even longer uh it's just you know i felt like i was playing the game for two or three hours and i might have done like two missions um now a couple of them ended in, ended in some pretty cool boss fights, which I've enjoyed a lot more in Borderlands 3 as opposed to, you know, 1 and 2. There's just a lot more boss fights, which is cool. Um, none of them overly challenging so far. Um, There's one earlier in the game that was pretty pretty tough but fun to do. But the one, one of them that I did that was a... It was supposed to be a cool boss fight, in my opinion. I thought it was just kind of lame because the boss was overly slow. And it was just one of those things where you have, like, way too much time to react to something to the point where I just felt like I was just kind of, like, standing in one spot, shooting for a while, moving over to here because I see what he's about to do, shooting for a while. And it's just – and it just wasn't exciting. Um, so that's that. And then, yeah, the story is just not – not grabbing me man and yeah i've talked about the villains and and all that stuff they suck in this game they don't get better but even overall like the story's just not there for me like it was in in borderlands 2 um or even maybe even the pre-sequel as well so that's just yeah more of an update on borderlands 3 and where i'm at i'm trying to just barrel through that game and, and get that done um so i can move on a little bit more uh, of some other things as well. Um, but it was cool. It, there's something kind of satisfying about playing a game that long sometimes. I mean, it's not a healthy thing to do like every day or something like that. But, you know, when, when you've had uh, like that was my first like really long game session in like a few weeks. So I was just like, all right, you know, afterwards I'm like, you know what? I felt pretty good about that. Um, cause I really haven't been able to play too many games even this week. Um, so sometimes, sometimes that's fun. You do. Yeah. Um, I, uh, gaming binges are a treat. And yeah, they should be a treat and not yes, <laughs> not anything more than that. Absolutely, um, I feel like every few weeks there's one day on a weekend where I'm like, yeah, I have literally nothing to do today. I'm gonna spend fucking six, seven hours and play play some video games, and it's gonna be a damn good time. So, so yeah, so that's that. Like I said, just trying to bang out Borderlands three. In um, I think my my focus. You know, for the last month until we do end of the year stuff, it's just going to be more um, stuff related to PlayStation okay. so that we can. Because uh, I, I definitely want to play a lot more Outer Worlds and uh, Star Wars before we do our talks. Yeah, that's so those, those are some big ones. Yeah. Yeah, other than that, I think that's all I played. So didn't play a lot of games, but played a lot of one game. <laughs> okay. So, well, I, I have a, a bigger spread here of things I've played. I uh, did a lot of driving in different games. Mm. Uh, well, two games. I split them apart. Uh, I played some more Project Cars 2, finished the Formula X, and started the IndyCar series. And the first race is on Daytona. 
Yeah, I, I saw that video on Twitter. And 100% races are t- are 125 laps. Wow. And the AI is just ridiculous. I ended up shortening the race to 20 laps and being like, fuck that. I'm not doing that race for 125 laps when AI is going to fucking go four wide and block the entire track and go like 100 miles per hour below racing speed. Yeah. (laughs) Or when they crash out, they fucking just drive right across the freaking track again. Yeah. Ah. It's hilarious. Just ridiculousness. Uh, How does that work on Daytona, though? Or I mean, are, is there any like pack racing or anything like that? Or no? Uh, I don't know. It's it's twenty five cars on that track, so you can catch up to people pretty quickly. Um, especially if if you're just on it. Oh, hold on! I j- I just lost Tyler there for a moment. Are you back? No, I'm I'm here. Yeah. Okay. No, I heard I'm Skype here. making some beeping and booping noises. That's that had me worried. No, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, I. Yeah, Daytona's okay. It's I just don't like ovals all that much. Mm. And there are three oval tracks in the game that I have to I have to race. I have Daytona, Indianapolis, and the Texas Motor Speedway. All right. I feel like out of those three for Indy cars, Daytona is definitely the most boring. Yeah, it is kind of it is kind of boring. It's just like I don't even have to lift on those turns because they're the way they're banked and just like they aren't that tight of turns yeah. at all. Yeah, it's it's just like I don't know. With Daytona, it's either you're going to do their uh, road course or it's fucking stock cars and you're ass to mouth. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I did do a few other things though in Project Cars too. There was uh, so there are these manufacturer drives, uh, and uh, since the Indy car I was driving was a Honda, I unlocked the Honda events. And one of the races was at Daytona. It was a rallycross event. And rallycross is interesting because each race you have to take one you have to take one lap at an that has an alternate section called a joker section. Uh, so you have to time out when you're taking your joker lap, and you have to take it or you get a time penalty. And the and depending on like how the track is laid out, it it can lead to some pretty interesting. Uh, events on track because some of them will have you coming into the next set of corners at just a different angle and then you have other cars coming flying in from the normal normal way around it, yeah it's it's a lot of fun yeah that sounds fun yeah i think rally might be the next thing i do in project cars too After sounds I, like there's just a lot of content in that game it's yeah cool. so so yeah there are a couple series that i have to choose from there after i'm done with open wheelers there's the uh, sports cars which also include the le mans prototypes uh mm-hmm. there are the touring cars uh there's the gt class cars uh there's rally and i want to say there's one more that i'm m- missing but i don't know uh but yeah that's it's a lot of fun racing. And speaking yep. of rally, I took the opportunity to play Dirt Rally 2.0. Ooh. It's included with the Xbox Game Pass, but it's also on PlayStation 4. Yep. Uh, this game is freaking wild. It is... Yeah. I, the biggest endorsement I can give this game is that I have never gritted my teeth and just bit down more as I as I go barreling down a mountain yeah. in this game. It was, man, it is just it is a trip to go th- go trying to go fast down some of these uh, rally courses, especially when it's at night and it's raining and all all kinds of stuff right. is going wrong. You don't have rewinds. Nope. And it doesn't yeah. really like you have to listen to your um your co-driver rally your co-driver yeah of of what's about to happen because it's not like they really have a racing route unless no, they, they added it in two point no they don't have a racing line you're listening yeah. to your uh, to your co-driver they'll right they'll call out turn like the degree of a turn 
or like a classification for a turn. Uh, they'll call out like how how much distance is in between turns or between like certain things on the track like they'll let you know which side of a crest you should be on when you're coming over a crest like which side of the jump you should go off of right yeah it's yeah it's a lot yeah i I remember playing i played the first one when it came out a few years ago and i was just like holy fuck like this is legitimately hard wasn't that wasn't my thing necessarily um but but I can see why someone could get into it because it's it's really intense in a way. I always feel like Codemasters makes good racing games in terms of feeling. Like they always feel really good and the dirt games are, are just awesome with that. And just sliding around corners and all sorts of mm-hmm. sorts of fun stuff. Yeah, and on my racing wheel it's like whoo. That's yeah. a lot it's a lot of work I'm doing on the wheel. <laughs> yeah, can imagine. Um but yeah, that's that's a lot of fun. I also did some rally cross stuff in that. They they have rally car, cross races in Dirt Rally too. I'm not sure if they cool. have had that in one. I feel like they did. I don't fully remember. It's, they're like circuit races. Yeah. That, uh, that have like a combination of surfaces. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I I like racing, Tyler. Yeah, racing is good. Yeah. Uh, I've had thoughts about getting that new grid game. I saw it. Looks like there's some fun stuff in that. I'm not sure where it was, but I heard someone say it was like 50% off already. Oh, fuck. All right. That might be worth it then. Yeah. I'm not sure where that's on sale. That might be on PC, but it could also be elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, that's the racing I've been doing. Uh, (laughs) Um. What else have I been playing? Shit, I just have to have to look here. I I mean, I've been playing Final Fantasy fourteen. I guess I'll just get into that. Uh, I did the raids. Ooh, so the near one. I yes, the near one is the alliance raid, and then I did the uh, normal raids, which are right. eight player content. Uh, the normal raids are really cool. Uh, you're fighting different versions of past bosses with new mechanics. Uh. And they're really cool fights with, and the mechanics are super interesting. And I just, it was my first time going through them. I was having a rough time, but thankfully people were uh, quick to point out some uh, tips for me. So I got through those and that's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I love those. I like I like those tighter experiences because it's like, yo, this is just a cool boss fight that you go to. It's not a traditional raid like you'd think of in, say, Destiny. Yeah. It's really just a series of boss fights. Uh, and yeah, it's... I, I like it a lot. And then the Nier raid, which had some story stuff leading up to it, is really cool. You find 2P, which basically just looks like 2B. And you're fighting against some machine life forms. Oh. And 9S apparently seems to be fighting with the machines. Okay. Which, I guess, slight spoilers for Nier Automata, it kind of makes sense based on the ending of the C route, where... uh, where uh, 9S gets on the Ark, and, or whatever that thing is. I think it's called the Ark, and yeah. shoots off into space or whatever the fuck that was. Right. <laughs> so maybe that's... Maybe this is canon. Maybe this is near canon. <laughs> you know, um, they're fucking crazy enough with near. I can see them doing it. <laughs> But yeah, uh, the the raid takes place in the copied factory, which uh, looks very much like that city in near mm-hmm. or the factory bit just outside yeah. the city. And you fight a ton of cool bosses. Uh, the final, I think it's the final boss. Yeah, uh, is that big angles bot? You know, the one I'm talking about, yeah. the one that's yep. like this huge construct construct, like it's a huge yep. platform thing yep. and it has really cool mechanics about like just 
he telegraphs all his hits and basically you have to pay attention to the body language of the big boss to know which part of the platform you should be standing on and it's a lot it's a lot of people since it's 24 person content it's a lot of oh shit everyone's running this way especially for a first timer maybe i should just go follow everyone else it's really yeah yeah it's a really intense experience and the music is pretty good. It they have the near music in there. Ooh. I yeah. like that. Yeah, some of it is remixed and it's it's pretty awesome. And yeah, I I like it a lot. This is the first part of that story which they're going to roll out in three parts over the next I'm going to say 9 months. We'll see. Wow, so there's supposed to be more near stuff then? Yeah. Yeah, cool. this awesome. is only the first part of the the raid, the alliance raid, and all the alliance raids up until now have had three parts. Cool, it's like, dude, you're making me want to play near again. Oh, it's such a, a good it's game. It's fucking awesome, man. Dude, it's an awesome uh, game. And, and that 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 near soundtrack, an argument could be made that near Automata has the best soundtrack of this generation. Mm-hmm. It's so One good. of the track titles is Grandma Destruction. Yeah. And that track rips. <laughs> yeah. So good. Ah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, had had a lot of fun playing. Did you, did you get, like, any near, like, gear out of it? Uh, so I did get a glamour uh, chest that got me, like, all this gear that's level one that you're supposed to put in your glamour chest that you can make your armor look like. But it's a 2B okay. outfit, and I'm playing as a big... You, have you seen my Final Fantasy XIV character? I feel like I probably have. He, he's just like... It's basically the biggest character model I could make. It's a big dude with a pompadour. It, Yeah. I, I don't think I can pull off the 2B outfit. Oh, come on, man. I I'll try it. Like, I'll try it on and take a <laughs> screenshot. We'll see. But, yeah. Funny. Uh getting geared up hopefully take within the next couple of weeks i'll be able to do some of the s class raids um and then get better gear from that and just try to chase the item level the end game item level you know that thing that all games seem to be doing right now yeah yeah mm. yeah make the numbers go up absolutely i love watching the numbers go up yeah and then I guess as far as other things go, I've been playing some more Crusader Kings 2, uh, taking over the British Isles. Um, also playing, getting back into Battletech because they just released an expansion uh, called Heavy Metal, which introduces some specialist mechs. They've added like a ton of new more, a, a ton of new mechs that I haven't seen before. <laughs> and yeah, it's... It's pretty cool. I, I I'll have to feel it out a little bit. I've yeah. I didn't play too much of the urban warfare stuff. Um, I think that's mostly just mechanical changes. Uh, but yeah. Battle Does this surprise you good. that that game's not on console at all? Yeah, a little bit because it seems like a game that could be played exactly like an XCOM. Mm-hmm. I mean, not exactly like an XCOM. It has some different rules, but just the general like method of actually moving your units on the on the map it seems like something that could be doable right i'm just not sh- i don't i don't know why it's not there yeah uh but yeah it battletech's really fucking good uh but yeah i think that does it for the video games i've been playing I can't think of anything else other than Pokemon, which I've been playing way too much Pokemon. (laughs) It's ruining bedtime. I need to charge my Switch in a different room than I sleep in. Mm. Well, it's a good game. I like it. Yeah. Pretty good. Uh, But yeah, video games. Sometimes in this new modern world of video games where everything is online... And you don't know what to expect. Sometimes video games that you play can be shut down and you can't play them ever again. Such as Battleborn. Yeah. Battleborn's going to shut down in 2021. 
and you will not be able to play it in any capacity. And it's not against the law because you only own a license, which has limited use as determined by the end user license agreement and all that stuff. Right. But yeah, you don't truly own Battleborn. <laughs> you don't truly own just about any game you have. Nope. There are, I think, GOG is and other uh, DRM free places may be the only uh, services where you can technically own your copy of the game. But right. yeah, it's very rare, especially on console. You don't own any of your console games. Not even the ones that you have on disc. Especially, like, well, you don't own any... I think in those cases, it's just online stuff that you don't own the right to. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Battleborn not going to be even playable offline past nope. 2021. I think that I think that's part of the... a little crazy. Um, but, I mean, it makes sense, just, you know with games that are so online focused and that's just the reality of video games and moving forward anymore you know at some point fucking destiny might be taken down you know i mean you these things just happen and in with battleborn it doesn't surprise me and honestly it doesn't I would have almost thought they would have done it sooner in a way. I feel like this game just came out to no love and just completely tanked. Um, you know, obviously there's the whole thing with uh, launching near Overwatch and the whole Overwatch beta happening at the same time. It's just like game got kind of crushed when it came out. Um, but I, I, you just don't hear anything about it. And even, even like after its launch in 2016, I feel like people just moved on very quickly from it. Yeah. I, I played a little bit of that Battleborn. I didn't like it. Yeah. I, I played the, they put out a beta or a demo, um, before the game launched. I'm just like, nah, man, it's just something about it just didn't feel right. And it's, um, it's visual style was just almost a little too much Mm. at times too. It's just like, Oh, what, what in the fuck is happening? And that, that honestly, not as bad as Battleborn, but that has happened to me a lot in Borderlands three. Um, in it, where I'm just like, what is happening? Because some, you know, the the uh, gunfights in that game are just so much more chaotic. They throw so much more enemies at you. Uh, player movements faster than two in that game, so you're just zipping around way quicker than than in past games. To where you you can truly feel like overwhelmed and like you don't know what's happened. Especially with the class I'm playing with the. Um, Beastmaster class like when I activate my ultimate ability and my pet all of a sudden becomes way bigger too and he's standing right in front of me I'm just like why I can't see anything so I feel like that's a little bit of an issue with Gearbox games um, but Battleborn really really suffered from that I think um, it's a shame too because I feel like Battleborn could have been something pretty cool and and Gearbox clearly put a lot of time and love into it and they wanted something new so they weren't just the Borderlands studio anymore um, but it just didn't didn't pan out I would like to know the numbers of how many people are actually playing Battleborn <laughs> oh man I'd guess five figures five figures I don't know, man. I I'd guess probably... maybe 40,000 40, people might be playing that game. Uh, I I would probably say in the hundreds. That mm. would be my guess. Okay. Yeah. So. I mean, probably more player than are, <laughs> players than are playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, but we've got rumors about Tony Hawk Pro Skater, the, the entire franchise thing. There are rumors coming around. Uh, there are rumors of a Pro Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 remaster potentially being in the works. And also a rumor stemming from a quote from professional skateboarder Lizzie Armanto who said Tony Hawk is coming out with another one and I'll be in that too. Yeah. Which doesn't necessarily mean Tony Hawk Pro Skater, I don't think, but 
because Tony Hawk is not working with Activision anymore. So, if Tony Hawk is coming out with a skateboarding game, it's not with Activision. So, I don't know. I don't know if a sequel's coming. I think the remaster is more believable. Yeah. So I'm just trying to think. Like Tony Hawk and Activision split up, but does Tony Hawk own the rights to his own games? Activision owns the Tony Hawk Pro Skater license, but I'm no longer working with them. I'm looking at this IGN article that they linked. So Activision. So, yeah, I mean, that that gets a little weird. Um, Could Tony Hawk make a new game not called Tony Hawk Pro Skater? I don't know the legalities of that, but, you know, I, I feel like Activision remastering Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 makes so much sense. And I say that only because of what they've done with Crash Bandicoot and Spyro recently to where, you know, they, they are clearly seeing that, you know, they can remaster some old titles that they that people are fond of and and have success with them. Um, how well those games hold up, I have no clue. I, but then, you know, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5 sucked ass. Dude, so. I played it for like 20 minutes because I was borrowing it for some, from someone. I was like, no, nah, you, you can take this back. I don't, right. I don't want anything to do with this. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, if you're going to make a new Tony Hawk Pro Skater game, or just in general, like you really got to change that up. Mm. Um, okay, man. how about Twisted Metal, but everyone's on skateboards? I can be fine with that. <laughs> I like that a lot. Put Sweet Tooth on a skateboard, have him beat the oh, shit out God. of Tony Hawk. They couldn't do that, but that would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> they probably can't put Tony Hawk in any new games. Maybe like they like his they probably can't use his likeness in in say if they make a new skateboarding game maybe they ha- maybe they can call it a Tony Hawk Pro Skater but I don't know if they could technically put Tony Hawk in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that I that I don't know either. It's just like, yeah, can he use his likeness somewhere, but not the name? I uh, I don't I don't know. That gets a little weird. I'm looking at this IGN article to see if I can if that's clear, but it doesn't doesn't make it much more clear. Um, yeah, I mean, if they made a brand new Tony Hawk game, I mean, what what would you think they would have to do? Uh. I, dude, I don't know. It's been so long like, since I've played a skateboarding game. Yeah. That was worth a shit. I just feel like, yeah, we'd probably have to go a little bit more in maybe the skate direction or something. I don't know. Maybe. Nah, I don't know. Oops. I like I like the uh, early Tony Hawk games. True. To that or they get like just completely fucking insane with it. I, I like those early Tony Hawk games. I also really like playing... Um, the underground games they they were a lot of fun too back in the day i remember playing a tony hawk game on the game boy advanced oh boy and i think that was the last one i played if they were to remaster tony hawk's pro skater 1 and 2 i wonder what they would do for the soundtracks for those games probably not have the licensed soundtracks that are in those games yeah I don't know. They they definitely have to. I don't know. Maybe they just. I don't know what you do with that anymore because you don't see too many licensed franchise licensed soundtracks outside of uh, sports games anymore. Right. Right. Yeah, I would wonder if like some of those licensed songs expired. You know, do they replace them? Or do they say, fuck it, it's worth the money to maybe try to get them back to just completely play on the nostalgia of those early games? Who knows? Oh, but Tony Hawk, maybe. We'll see. Maybe. Does Tony Hawk still, like, compete or skateboard? No, I think his kid does. Okay. 
Yeah, I don't think he's... I think he still skates. I don't think he competes. Gotcha. He also tweets about when people recognize him. <laughs> um, all right. We've got an update here for No Man's Sky that happened this week. Update called Synthesis, which... There are a bullet there's a bulleted list here that I'm just going to read from because I haven't really gone back and played No Man's Sky since this update. Uh, multiple multi-tools. You can have more than one multi-tool. That's the thing that you use to mine, sh- to shoot, and all that stuff. You used to only be able to carry around one. Now you can carry around more than one. Uh, terrain editor enhancements flatten or restore terrain at the press of a button VR creature riding okay so they added creature riding so now you can ride those creatures in VR great All right. Uh, first person exocraft they added I'm not sure if you know this they added exocraft like vehicles that you can drive around cool that sounds fun and actually submarines too um personal refiner refine materials on the go wherever you are that takes the place of the portable refiner which is something that you have to, you'd have to place down every time you wanted to refine materials uh, multiple outfits you can save custom outfits to quickly change into vr photo mode uh, starship scrapping and upgrading trade in unwanted ships for valuable technologies or upgrade them New technologies, uh, long-distance inventory management, mid-air jetpack recharging, emergency warping to flee from combat. New base parts, uh, starship map and space map enhancements. Yeah, the, if there's one thing I didn't quite like about No Man's Sky is that star map, because sometimes it's hard to know which way you're navigating. Mm-hmm. But yeah. A whole bunch more features coming to No Man's Sky. Uh, This is from Hello Games in the PlayStation blog. It's a huge list, but here at the studio, we are working on something even more impactful. We couldn't just wait to release these key features that we knew so many folks in the community were crying out for. So it sounds like there's even more bigger stuff coming to No Man's Sky. That's just awesome. That is really cool. Yeah, I need to get back into it sometime. Maybe yeah. that's a that seems like something I'd do over like a Christmas weekend. Yeah. Yeah, some of these things seem a little bit almost, you know, not game changers, but things that will just greatly improve the experience. So that's cool. Uh, speaking of VR experiences, uh, Beat Saber. Uh, developer of Beat Saber uh, Beat Games has been acquired by Facebook I guess face is Facebook still doing VR I yeah guess... I mean they own Oculus god so yeah okay I don't know how I feel about this man let them make games for whatever platform they want now they're only going to be on Oculus probably yeah I mean well, well, they they say that the studio will continue to develop for all platforms simultaneously, but you know, if they make a Beat Saber two, what does that come out on? You know, yeah, just Oculus, or do they allow them to continue to um, develop for PlayStation VR? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's kind of interesting because Facebook doesn't really have, you know, like a, a pool of developers that they own. But I wonder if this is something that they're trying to build towards. Um, I mean, obviously, they own Oculus, but, you know, are they going to try to acquire other um important VR developers to push Oculus more? I'm just going to put this out there. I don't like Facebook. Yeah, me either. Me either. I deleted that shit. Like, nope, don't need it. I don't like uh, Facebook being in control of things. Yeah. It's it's weird to see Facebook in video games in this way. Uh, when you think Facebook and video games, you think of whatever the fuck sort of stuff. What was that called? That farming game. Farmville. 
Oh um, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't, sometimes I completely forget that they own Oculus and, um, yeah, I just, I hope Beat Saber, uh, in this team can stay on, on PlayStation, PlayStation VR. I, I get exclusives with VR, um, and, and having them is important, but at the same time, like the technology just needs as many awesome games on as many platforms as possible. So that's just my thing with it. Yeah, um, we'll see. There, we don't know. Hopefully, hopefully they do the right thing. Yeah. Unlike everything else that you've been doing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Tyler, last minute, you added this in here about PlayStation 5's potentially new stuff with their shared game stuff. Yeah, that Sony just filed a new pat patent uh, called scene tagging, which uh, could suggest creation and sharing of user generated content and how it will be part of PlayStation 5. Um, The filing explains that the scene tagging is used to characterize user-generated content associated with gameplay information. Um, Basically, what it it can boil down to is just a different way of sharing data and and things like that. So... um, like you could search for specific content. You would be able to search by character, object, location, stuff like that. Um, search for puzzles, things like that. So it, that's kind of what it would come down to, I guess. Um, I, I do wonder, you know, because it seems like with PlayStation 5, the little that we know so far is that Sony's gone a little bit more in on this sort of social features and and this is this is one but then you know they also talked about being able to to see a match in Call of Duty that your friends are playing right from the home screen and boom jumping right in that match um I wonder what else Sony might do on PlayStation 5 when it comes to these these Hey, you still there? You cut out on me. Hello? Uh-oh. Hey, can you hear me? Are you there? Yeah, you cut out right after you said PlayStation yeah, 5. Um, <laughs> trying to think of uh, where I was when I said that. Um, yeah, what was I saying? I... I I guess what I'm what I'm curious about with PlayStation 5 is it seems like Sony's going a little bit more in on social stuff. Yeah. Um this this is one the scene tagging being able to share content in a different way, search for things that you want in specific video games, but then they also talked about um being able to see that oh my buddy's playing call of duty on this map or whatever let me boom hop right into that match right from the home screen um so i wonder how much they're going to maybe take interactivity with others to another level yeah it's uh i like what they've done with their sharing features it has allowed me to share some as you've seen some questionable moments in video games yeah but also a lot of screen captures go up and all kinds of good stuff so yeah yeah more of that and just building on those features is something that i think we'll all appreciate right and um, another piece of this is um the user-generated content can be used to recreate the recorded event so that the user can participate within the same event on the user's computing device. Um, oh, so when you see me crash into these piled-up vehicles, you can jump in like t- 10 seconds before and see if you can do any better than I did. <laughs> right, right. Could be cool. Could that be sounds cool. a I lot just... like what Stadia promised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stadia. That's that's a funny, funny thing. Um, 
I, I the, my only thing with this is, you know, these features sound cool. I just hope Sony goes in on them because I think about some of the features they talked about with PlayStation Four. One of the big ones being like SharePlay. Do you remember SharePlay? Yeah, it's a thing. It is a thing. I just feel like no one really uses it. So mm. I, don't know. I hope these are cool. Sounds neat. I'm excited, man. I, I'm just I'm ready to learn about PlayStation Five in a lot more detail than we know. Yeah, I mean we're not too far away. No. Um, uh, we are also only a week away from having new free games for PlayStation Plus members, and those games are Titanfall Two. And Monster Energy Supercross, the official <laughs> video game. Okay. <laughs> sure. I've never played... Well, I haven't played a Supercross game since PlayStation 2. Yeah, that sounds about right. There, I, I'm blanking on what the exact title was, but there was a Supercross sort of game on PlayStation that I played all the time. Mm-hmm. And they were a lot of fun. But play Titanfall 2. It's excellent. Yeah, I think I bought it, but I don't. I think I bought it for like five bucks, so I don't yeah. feel too bad right. about that. But yeah, y'all should play Titanfall 2. Yeah. Uh, also, if you have PlayStation VR, there will be a limited free trial for Firewall Zero Hour from December 3rd to the 9th. So yeah. if you have a VR headset and you don't have that game, go ahead and jump in. I played that at an event uh, where they had that special controller, that aim controller. And it was pretty fun. It was like Rainbow Six Siege in VR. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, but yeah, we've got also got new games, Tyler. Do you want to get us started on the new games for this week? <laughs> sure. Here we go with Bleep Bloop on PlayStation 4. Meet Bleep and Bloop as they help each other overcome all the challenges that stand in their way. A lighthearted and playful puzzle game about working together, play alone, controlling both characters, or share the experience with a friend. Bleep Bloop is easy to learn, but that doesn't mean the puzzles will be a piece of cake. Mm. All right. Next up, we have Brain in Retro. Eric Games invites players to experience 80s retro world. Brain and Retro Space appeals to all gamers with its multiple game modes. Choose your favorite car and spacecraft and collect your skill and challenge your skills. Okay. Uh, next up is Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, is this the original, I guess? I guess so. Huh, right. they're going to start bringing these games over. Yeah. Welcome to your new summer job at Freddy's Phase Bears Pizza. The main attraction is Freddy or Freddy Fazbear. Animatronic robots program to please the crowds. As night security guard, you must watch the security cameras carefully. Sometimes the animatronics function on their own. Can you survive five nights at Freddy's? I hate these fucking games. They're just <laughs> creepy looking. They are. That's why I don't like them. <laughs> like, nope, I don't need to, to see things moving that look like that. The Vita might be dead, but don't tell the creators of Foxyland, who just released a PlayStation Vita PS4 digital cross-buy game. Help Foxy Fox on a dangerous journey to rescue his love, Jenny. Without your help, Foxy won't be able to save her. Jump and dodge past challenging enemies and traps while collecting gems and cherries across 36 levels. Dress up foxy by purchasing additional accessories for him using the cherries you can collect you collect on your journey <sighs> collecting cherries huh like celeste those are strawberries ah oh, fuck they are they are damn it um next up is gas guzzlers extreme 
Mm-hmm. PlayStation 4. <laughs> Gas Guzzlers Extreme is a fast, furious, arm to the teeth, trigger happy shooter shifted into top gear. Take a white knuckle ride in this crazily addictive combat racing game that features a ton of vehicles, weapons, upgrades, on track bonuses, environments, and a zombie, zombie apocalypse. Okay, okay, so they made a. Oh, what was that game called? Oh, fuck. Full Throttle? Was that it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Full Throttle. <laughs> All right. I like that. All right. That we fun. have Golazo on PlayStation 4. Golazo is a dynamic arcade football game with a medium size. With medium sized. <laughs> They, English is not their first language. <laughs> with a medium-sized fields, no fouls and offsides whistled, just pure fun. Mastering the game is incredibly easy during the fun and furious 7 vs. 7 matches. With its local multiplayer modes and crazy vintage approach, Galazzo is the ideal choice for couch and party gamers. Alright. Uh, next up is uh, Gree. I guess that's how you pronounce it. PlayStation 4. Gree is a hopeful young girl lost in her own world, dealing with a painful experience in her life. Her journey through sorrow is manifested in her dress, which grants new abilities to navigate her faded reality. Gree is a serene and evocative experience, free of danger, frustration, or, or death. It can be enjoyed by anyone, regardless of their spoken language. This game has always intrigued me. Yeah, it's yeah, it was nominated for a lot of awards last year. Yes. Beautiful art style too. Yeah. All right. Next oh god. Okay. Pick a picks <laughs> classic two. The latest installment in popular picture cro- in the prop popular picture crossword series. Pick a picks is a picture logic game sometimes known as Picross, Nonogram, or Hanji, where whimsical pixel art pictures are created by solving puzzles. Pick-a-Pix Classic 2 features 150 brand new single-color puzzles from up to 15 by 15 up to 30 by 20 grids. It's a lot of numbers. Um... God damn. Next up is Soccer, Tactics, and Glory. PlayStation 4, which is the best fucking cover. I hate that man. Of 2019. Who, who is that man? Do you know that man? I will not speak his name. Okay. I see. I just don't want, the, I don't want people putting me on blast. Is he the coach of Arsenal? No. That okay. person is Unai Emery, and he can get fucked. Oh, oh shit. That'd be some fighting words. All right. It's an original combination of turn-based strategy and RPG. Create a football team, play matches, earn XP, train skills, learn new classes, upgrade facilities, buy and sell footballers, grow youth, make hard choices. Jesus, what a fucking run-on sentence. It's a deep strategy. What? It's a deep strategy which respects your time. Okay. All right. This is the story of a gladiator. (laughs) You know where I was going. (laughs) You are a common man who has lost everything in the war against the Roman Empire. You spend much of your time in the streets of Rome looking for some sort of meaning in your life and wondering why the gods have spared you. One day, fate finally reveals itself. Are you ready to accept it? The arena awaits you, gladiator. Uh, next up is the Nightfall on PlayStation 4. You spend the first night alone in your new house. Darkness falls and night begins that you have never experienced before. What begins with insomnia and slight mal- malaise uh, becomes an absolute nightmare over time. This is a very special house that doesn't just mean good to you. <laughs> Okay, will you be able to survive this night until dawn? That's just, I know, this looks bad. This looks really bad. Mm. I don't like the clown guy in the window. The girl's fucking creepy. And just, no. Well, let's see if this next creepy thing is more up your alley. 
because the last game on the list this week is True Fear Forsaken Souls Part 2. True Fear Forsaken Souls combines the best of the psychological thriller with intuitive gameplay mechanics for a mind-bending mystery escape game. If you're looking for a horror game that doesn't sacrifice the story, this is the game for you. I really wonder how how much some of these fucking games sell. I it's don't, shot, I don't know. Hmm. What are you saying? You know what? They probably sell enough for them to keep putting these games out. <laughs> they have to, yeah. Especially uh, some of these that that have sequels. It's like part two. Yeah. What if that's just a? What, what if there is not a part one? <laughs> what if that's a trick? That'd be fucking hilarious. That'd be funny. I mean, if I were making a video game, and I'd probably be very bad at it, I'd do that. Yeah. I'd say, yo, this is an entire series. Yeah. But yeah, you should just play this one. Video games, Tyler. Yeah, not not the greatest of weeks, potentially. Nope, which means I have plenty of time to play other things. Yeah, you also have plenty of time to listen to the Death Stranding soundtrack, which is now available. Sure, I guess I could do that. Or watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is a pretty cool movie. Is it? You know, it... It's. I'm not sure how much I like Quentin Tarantino anymore. There was cool aspects to it, but um, the thing with me is the when I originally watched it and it ended, I was like, that was a fucking waste of three hours. Like, I, I just can't believe that. But then the more I read into it and thought about it, I'm like, okay, I, I see. I understand where they were going for or what they were going for. Um, yeah, I mean, Quentin, and Quentin Tarantino's uh, style is a little hit or miss, you could say. Yeah, I mean, it's just not for me. That's all. Dude makes long movies, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I don't know what I'm going to do, man. I've So I, I, I've done all the Final Fantasy fourteen content so far, like... Well, all the story stuff. I'm I'm sure there's more stuff I can do. There is plenty of stuff I can do in that that game, like do other classes and do their class quests and all that kind of stuff. But man, Mm -hmm. I I haven't touched Apex in like two weeks and I feel bad. Whoa! I feel like I need to get back into Apex. Oh, um, gonna lose your, uh... Your 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 skills there, buddy. Yeah, got to keep up with it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> the further away you get from it, I was like, man, I'm just scared to get try to jump back in. Yeah, you'll be all right. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to think what else I'm gonna play. I'll probably do more of that dirt rally. I love me that dirt rally. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'll. <laughs> Just keep trucking along with, with whatever. Here, mm. hopefully some Borderlands or Outer Worlds or something. I might watch Say. a Star Wars movie. Whoa, whoa! Which one are you gonna watch? The first one. Well, mm, I don't know how I should watch these. You should watch the original trilogy. So four, five, six, then one, two, three, then seven, eight. Okay. And then the spin-offs like Rogue One or Solo. Okay. Yeah. Definitely the original trilogy before the prequels because the prequels ruin a lot of cool things about the original trilogy and they ruin them in pretty shitty fucking ways. So, Cleese, this is my thought. Mm. Okay. Well, then, I guess... That's going to do it for us this week. Yeah. I think, yeah. Hopefully we'll have more stuff to talk about next next time. I think uh, the last episode of Life is Strange 2 is coming out next week. Mm. So maybe I'll play that. Cool. But that's it. That's all. We're done. 
There's nothing else to talk about in PlayStation. Nothing. Last but, ra- last race of the F1 season's happening, and it means absolutely nothing for most people. Yep. Uh, it's a cool track, though. Yeah. Uh, Formula E started last weekend with two races in Saudi Arabia, and then it's picking up in January. <laughs> oh, okay. Formula E is an interesting race series. There is a fan boost. What? Like for points in championship race or? No, during the course of a race, fans can vote and a driver can get a boost to their power. Oh my, what the fuck? (laughs) How is that even a thing in racing? Okay. What the fuck? Like, how big of a boost? Is it significant? Uh, dude, I don't know what the exact thing is, but, like, it's based on, like, how much power they're able to get out of their... They're allowed to draw out of their batteries. Mm. Uh, so I think it boosts them up to 250 watts. And I think okay. they normally race around at, like, 220. Gotcha. I could be getting this wrong. Uh, But, yeah, it, wow. it's a very interesting series. Yeah, that's that's pretty odd. Yeah. Uh, Well, that's going to do it for us this week. If you need to get in contact with us via email, you can do that at PlayStationReportPodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us at PSReportPodcast. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler at the YouTube channel at PluggedOnVids. Until next week, be good to each other, play your video games, and... Happy Thanksgiving. Or just another Thursday, if that's what it is where you're at. (laughs) Gobble, gobble.